0: Welcome back to the Be A Better You podcast. I am your host, Allison K. Dagny, and for those of you who don't know me, I am an emotional empowerment coach, and I help women become a better version of themselves so that they can find The joy and peace and happiness and success that they've always dreamed of having. And so that's why in today's episode, I'm going to talk about something a little bit different, but that will certainly be of help to your self-development. So today I wanted to talk about something new that I've recently gone through. Um, I recently closed on a brand new house and I built this house with a builder Um, I selected the builder. I chose all of the finishes and all of the selections. I picked out the lot. Um, Pretty much from start to finish, I took care of this. Now, my kids didn't have any part in this. I wanted to surprise them. And my boyfriend doesn't live here yet. Um, He is planning on moving here, but he doesn't live here yet. And so I really just took all responsibility for this new home now the reason i wanted to tell you about this was because when i was married um, to my abuser we had built a custom home together and you know there were lots of selections and lots of things to be done and i was a stay-at-home parent um, and he worked i was pregnant with my third child during this process and i had a two-year-old and a four-year-old at home running around and this was probably one of the most stressful times of my life. If you've ever built a house, you might understand this. If you've ever built a house um, when you've been married to an abuser, you really understand this. Um, The only thing more stressful than this really in my life was planning a wedding to that person. So, you know, the entire process of doing this, you know, not to mention stressful, but was also extremely exhausting because you know, a lot of what happened during that time was a lot of arguing, um, me being asked to do a lot of bargain hunting, and, um, you know, the choices that I made, you know, becoming criticized or um, questioned in a lot of different ways. So it wasn't a smooth or easy process by any stretch, and I didn't really know any better, right? I just I'd never built a house before, so I just assumed that this is just what it must be like. It must just be really overwhelming, exhausting, and stressful. And until I was able to build a house myself, I didn't really understand that that just wasn't normal. And once I escaped from my abuser, which was, gosh, about six years ago, um i really decided that i needed to aim for something better i needed to aim for something bigger and i deserved more than what i had been through and so i had been having these dreams of being a better version of myself and creating a better life for me and for my kids and so this piece of the puzzle building this house was part of that dream and because i had um, experienced a lot of trauma and abuse and um, was extremely sad, was extremely um, scary to move forward, you know, into the unknown, yet I had these dreams and these ideas that I really wanted and deserved more. Now, there, I have to say, there was a part of me, right, that knew on a logical level that I deserved better and that otherwise I wouldn't have left, right? I would have probably continued to stay. However, I knew that I didn't want to live under this kind of control and abuse anymore. But there was pieces of me in the subconscious that were deeply embedded from years and years of programming from my entire life all the way up through um, my adolescence and then was continued through the abusive relationship that I was in in my marriage. And those subconscious beliefs were really contributing to self-doubt insecurities um, a lot of you know worries about the future and many many other things well i didn't know that this was actually driving me into the decisions that i was making the subconscious mind is running 95 percent of the show and for me it was in control of everything So once I discovered this and I found out that I could be a better person, I could be a better version of me than I had ever been before, I just had to start on a subconscious level, that's when everything changed. Because the thing that I tell my clients and I'll tell you is that your emotions are created by your programming, by all the things that you've been taught, all of the things that you've been made to believe, every experience and trauma that you have that shapes your perception of reality. That is what creates your emotions when those beliefs do not agree with reality. And so you experience whatever emotion that that is, and that emotion is going to drive your behavior. So if you're experiencing an emotion of fear, that may prevent you from taking action, it could cause you to freeze up in the face of decisions that um, someone who didn't have those fears would be able to make. And so knowing this really turned on a light for me inside of my brain because I thought, well, gosh, if the only thing that's in the way of me achieving my dreams is my subconscious, then why would I not work within the subconscious and change those things? So that's what I did. And so my goal has been and still is, because I'm continually, continually on this self-discovery and self-development journey right now, is to get all of that stuff out of the way. To get all of that junk, that garbage, that icky programming out of my way, right? It's like having a boulder in your path. It's like I need to get to the other side of the boulder right and I just need a way to get that boulder out of my past so that I can get there and the way that I have done this is by reprogramming the thoughts and beliefs that I have been carrying around for my entire life now I will tell you I work really really hard at this I have notebooks and notebooks full of releases that I have done to reprogram these things. And that's what I do with my clients as I teach them how to do this. I also use different modalities to help me bring up those subconscious beliefs like tapping. And I also use um, human design in order to bring up these things um, to help me be as aligned as I can as a human being on this planet. So I don't want you to think that this happened overnight because it didn't, right? Like I went from an emotionally abusive relationship. I had to file for separation. Well, one, I had to plan my escape and all of that and then be on my own. And from there, it was because I had hit rock bottom, that was the launch pad. That rock bottom was the launch pad for where I am now. And it doesn't happen overnight. It takes continuous practice it takes effort and it takes a commitment to yourself to show up regularly to help yourself move forward now I realize and know that some people aren't there and some people aren't ready but if you're listening and you are ready just know that you know fast forward right six years went by and I have now bought my own home like built it from scratch and I did it all by myself And I'm telling you this because this was a huge accomplishment for me for this entire journey, right? I could not have done this. I could not have achieved this without reprogramming my subconscious mind. The reason I was able to do it was because I finally believed in myself. I finally believed I deserved it. I finally had confidence. I finally saw the reality for what it was versus the beliefs that I was carrying around about who I was and that I was capable and that I was able and I removed things like fear out of the way. So I want you to know, and this is why I'm telling you this is because once you become aware of your subconscious thoughts, the things that are limiting your growth and limiting your development, then. What you do is you find ways to reprogram those things. There are lots of ways that you can do it, right? I have found one that is very effective and that works with just within just a few weeks. Um, and, and that's what I have done and continue to do. And I still have things that I work on all the time because, I, like I said, I'm on this self-development journey. I'm on this growth path. And after you reprogram these things, you start feeling differently. You start seeing the world in a different way. I was talking to a client today and she said, you know, it's really interesting because um, once you see this stuff, it's like your, your mind is just opened up to something totally different. And I said, yeah, it's just like once you see it, you can't unsee it. So, when you start learning about being aware of your thoughts and your subconscious mind and how your perceptions, how you see the world is basically through your own filter, and everyone has their own filters, once you can see that, you can't unsee it. You go forward in your life, and that is just always there. It changes your life, like totally changes how you look at the world and it changes you. So, then when you have that kind of foundation of being able to be aware of your thinking and your thoughts and the subconscious mind and all of that stuff being able to release the things that are in your way, then you can take action, right? Because the action is will is what is going to um, reinforce the positive neural pathways in your brain that help you be a better you. So if there are things that are holding you back, then you can reprogram those things so that you can move forward so let me give you an example so this client who i have been working with for quite a while had recently i would say within the last couple of months um, gotten a letter from her ex-mother-in-law and she had been divorced from her ex and she did not have a good relationship with her ex or her ex's family. He was an abuser and um, estranged from her, estranged from their child. And um, she did not have any communication with his family at all, not on social media, not in any way. So I remember she, several months ago, she let me know that she received a letter from her ex-mother-in-law and it was addressed to her first name only. And it had a return address on it so she knew it was from her ex-mother-in-law well at the time she had been working through her subconscious beliefs but there was still a lot of emotion left over so she wasn't prepared to open the letter and so she just set it aside and there was no urgency or rush or any reason at all she thought maybe she would open it one day maybe she wouldn't open it one day and so today when we were on our call she said that she might like to open the letter and i i just started asking some questions and said well like how do you feel about it and you know what's going on in your mind and like all these things were coming up and ultimately she made the decision to open the letter while we were on the call together and she said i don't feel anything i don't feel um anything but indifferent toward my ex and I feel a lot more secure and a lot more confident and I think I'm ready to open the letter and see what's inside and I'm curious about what it could be and um, she pulled the letter out and she opened the letter and I mean I'm on a zoom call with her so I can just see her face right and she starts laughing and I started laughing and I was like, what in the world? What's in, what is it? And she can't even get it out because she's laughing so hard. and Her hands are covering her face and she's just cracking up laughing. I'm like, what is it? And she's, she's shortly between breaths said, it's one sentence. And I'm like, what? And this was so interesting because the whole time, like prior to opening the letter, she was afraid. She had fear of what might be in that letter. And then it might be this like long diatribe or criticism or who knows right we had no idea like months ago when she first got this letter and just sat in this envelope and come to find out it was one sentence now the sentence was basically in a nutshell just the mother-in-law saying that her son basically had done no wrong let's just chalk it up to that And of course, we know that that's not true, and we know that she's just basically enabling her son and trying to um, probably cover her own self for raising somebody who was an abuser. But the reason I'm telling you this is because I want you to understand and know just how amazing it is that she was able to get this out of the way, right? Like not the letter, but her subconscious beliefs that were keeping her from being able to open the letter because all she wanted to do was feel indifferent to whatever was in that letter. And the only thing that was keeping her at the beginning from feeling that way were her subconscious beliefs, which she had been working on over the past several months. So she came to the point where she was like, I'm ready to open this letter. Like, I'm curious about what's in it and I know I'm not gonna be affected by whatever it is. And I just kinda wanna know what's in it. And ultimately it turned out to be a hilarious, like cherry on top of the ice cream sundae that we both giggled about because it was so silly and ridiculous, right? Had she opened this letter two months prior, it might have been highly triggering for her because she hadn't at that point worked on those subconscious beliefs. She had not had as much time and practice reprogramming the things that would be creating those emotions that would be triggering to her. So this is the powerful work of self-reflection and self-awareness and the deep desire to be the best version of you that you can, right? Because we know we can't change other people. We know we can't make people be different. We know we can't change the world around us, right? We can influence people. We can influence the world. We can, we can do things that um, have an impact. But we can't make people do anything they don't want to do. And we can't force. And why would we, right? Why would we even want to do that? But what we can do is we can go inward and we can look at ourselves. And that's what I'm talking about. That's why I'm telling you about me moving into this house. That whole story was because I couldn't have made that happen had I not been working on me. Like every single day, maybe not every single day because obviously you have to take breaks. But a lot of the days of the week I was actively practicing doing this and that's what my clients do and that's why i'm so proud of my client because this was such a a massive shift for her right that just two months ago she was afraid to open the letter because of what might be in that letter and today we opened it and she just burst out laughing that it was totally not affecting her whatsoever and this is a client who is um, making a huge impact on the world? She is an author. She is almost a two-time author. She is a coach, and she is making a huge impact on this world. And I am so absolutely proud of her for taking all of this, you know, trauma and abuse. And showing up for herself and making these changes. Because guess what? You know, you can come to me and I can ask you the questions. I can guide you. I can help you as much as possible. But if you're not doing the work, if you're not practicing, if you're not putting in the effort, you're not going to receive any difference in how you feel. You're not going to experience any outward changes to your life. So, you know, thinking about it from the perspective of you are where you are now, but where do you want to be? Where do you want to be in two years from now? Where do you want to be in three years from now? Right? I'm here now. It's been six years, but now I'm already planning on where I want to be in a year from now. And where do I want to be in four? And where do I want to be even beyond that? So not that I can't be happy in where I am because I certainly am and I think that it's important to live in the present moment, but it's also really critical that if you're going to be the best version of yourself, right? To show up for you, to show up for other people, to show up for your kids and your family and your partners and people you are um, engaged with at work, you have to work on you to be that best version of you because nobody else outside of you is going to do it for you and you can't really rely on anybody else as far as like you know having these expectations that other people are going to show up the way that you think that they should it's always going to come back to you so there are two main takeaways that I want you to have from today and and the first one is that loving yourself completely and fully and deeply will absolutely change the trajectory of your life so if you are someone who's like well I sort of know if I love myself and I'm working on it and that is really where you need to begin this is the foundational piece of recovery self-development growth all of it that is really where it starts because if you don't love yourself Chances are you're not going to trust yourself. You're going to have elements of self-doubt and questioning your decisions, right? But, you know, once I was able to create that level of self-worth inside of me and find it, right? And know and believe it on a really, really deep level. Then it was like, nothing can stop me. Like, I believe in myself. Like, why would I doubt anything, that anybody else would say, and so that's number one. And that happened to my client too, right? Because she's been working on those things too, so she doesn't have those same fears and and doubts about like, oh, what are they going to think about me, and you know, am I going to be criticized or any of those those things? To be able to open that letter, right? She was able to do that as well. So number one is self worth. You know, getting that to a really stable place. That's number one. Number two is self-empowerment, right? We have self-worth, but like you can feel really good about yourself, but how do you empower yourself? How do you empower yourself to take action, to be able to open that letter, to be able to go for it and build the house of your dreams, right? How do you make that happen? How do you empower yourself? And the answer is removing the blocks that are in the way. There is nothing stopping you except for what you believe. That is the only thing stopping you. So even if you believe there are these external circumstances and well, I don't have enough money and well, I can't do this because this person's preventing it and I can't handle this because of this person acting this way or they're going to do this or that, right? No, you got to get that. This is the thing. I'm always going to be telling you To question everything, because even thinking in those terms is limiting you. It is actually blocking you and stopping you. Just the actual beliefs themselves. So some people might be saying, well, yeah, but I just, I just know it's true. Or I just know Mm -mm. if it's not a hundred percent true for a hundred percent of people, a hundred percent of the time, I'm here to tell you it's just a belief. And that's pretty much everything. So ask yourself, what if I did think of this in a different way? Then what could be possible for my life? And what if I knew, what if without a shadow of a doubt, I knew that in a year from now, I could actually make that dream come true? What would I be doing today? What actions would I be taking? Wouldn't you be willing to do whatever it took if you knew that in a year from now or five years from now, That that was absolutely going to be a reality? Or would you just allow these things to limit you and hold you back? So I'd really like for you to think about that because the people who move forward, take action, make their dreams a reality are the ones who get rid of the limiting beliefs They get them out of the way. They're that roadblock and they take a bulldozer and they just shove it out of the way and they forge ahead. So there are reasons why people hold on to these limiting beliefs. Your brain wants to keep you safe. Your brain is trying to protect you. It is a primitive piece of evolution. Okay, there there is science that backs this. But the good news is you are actually in control, even though it might seem like you're not. It's a matter of practicing and it's a matter of changing these habits that are happening in your brain because they've been there for so long, but you can change them. And that's really exciting because I'm proof, my clients are proof. And you know, this is one example, but I've got so many transformational stories like this. Then you've probably heard some other ones on this podcast too, but I just want to be a beacon of hope and inspiration to you and a guide, right? To help you with the tools that have helped me with the tools that have helped my clients to move through this life, to be the best version of you that you can. Being the best version of you is not only going to help you, it's going to help everybody whose life you touch. And that is an amazing and wonderful gift to this world. So if you are somebody who feels this in the deepest parts of your soul, like that you want to be a better you, reach out to me. You can schedule a consultation and apply for a conversation to see if this is the right thing for you, right? I don't take anybody on as clients. I take the people who are ready to move from one place to another, who are committed to themselves, who are committed to self-development. I want to help the people who want to be helped because I can't carry you. And I don't want to drag you anywhere you don't want to go. I want to be that guide that starts at the bottom of the mountain and says, you wanna get up to the top? All right, let's go. Do you have your water? Do you have your backpack? Do you have all your tools? Do you have all the things that you need? All right, let's go. I'm gonna take you on a scenic route. I'm gonna show you the best views. I'm gonna make sure you don't hit any stumbling blocks. And if you do, we know how to get around those. That's what I do. That's how I help. And that is a dream come true too, right? I've always wanted to help people. And I'm making that dream come true right now. So, If I can help you, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can reach me on Instagram or Facebook. You can visit my website at www.wentiersleavescars.com and I would be happy to help support you along your self-discovery growth journey. Please don't hesitate to reach out and I will talk to you next week.